Welcome to the Sporting Ones podcast, uh, Premier League style, and uh, it's a uh, been another big week in the uh, Premier League, so I'll hope to get through all of that with you, um, coming to you with Game 28 uh, week res- game week 28 results, and then also a Game Week 29 preview, so looking forward to it. So it was a uh, midweek frenzy with uh, four games on the Wednesday morning and then six games on the Thursday morning. So the Wednesday morning results were uh, Cardiff nil, Everton three. So Everton with a great uh, away win there, much uh, needed confidence boost going into a uh, Merseyside derby. Uh, Huddersfield must be Wolves kryptonite. I didn't talk up Wolves because I was hesitant given... They uh, ruined me the week before, and they've done it again. Steve Mounier with a uh, 90th-minute goal, Huddersfield 1, Wolves 0. A bit of joy for Huddersfield in an otherwise extremely disappointing season for them, consigned to relegation pretty much. Uh, Leicester, in front of their new boss, Brendan Rodgers, was in the stands. Uh, 2-1 winners over Brighton, although it was a bit nervy at the end, but they did get the win. Uh, Newcastle, solid as a rock in taking out Burnley, who have been in good form, Burnley. I did allude to that. And uh, Newcastle, solid as ever, 2-0 winners. So that was the Wednesday games. Uh, that was the Wednesday morning games. And then the Thursday morning games were Arsenal obliterated Bournemouth 5-1. Bournemouth were never in the contest. And Arsenal uh, looked very good. Uh, some of their much maligned players... In uh, Meza Ozil and uh, Henrik Mikatarian uh, were the destroyers of Bournemouth early on, before Aubameyang and Lacazette got amongst it as well. Uh, Southampton solid at home, two nil winners over Fulham, and that coincided with the decline of manager Claudio Ranieri. He was sacked uh, not long after this match, and you'd have to think now. Uh, with Scott Parker in charge for the rest of the season, they would be looking at uh, preparing themselves for the championship, which is really, really disappointing. They set themselves up. They spent uh, the most money out of any of the promoted sides. Uh, they, they, they've had three managers now. It just hasn't worked for them, unfortunately. And uh, they'll lose all of those players because they won't be able to afford to keep them. Uh, the other big games, Liverpool, five-star performance, back in form. Uh, against Watford. Two goals from Sadio Mane to kick things off. Then Divock Origi, uh, Divock Origi with a rare start. Looked very lively. He got a goal. And then it was the the return of uh, it was uh, Virgil van Dijk with two goals, uh, both from uh, inside the box and both from uh, uh, crosses from the fullbacks in Trent Alexander-Arnold and uh, Robertson. Andy Robertson and uh, Trent Alexander-Arnold uh, Alexander Arnold in his comeback uh, from injury. Three, full full comeback, uh, three assists. He was, uh, his delivery was sublime. Uh, Chelsea, surprisingly, 2-0 winners over Tottenham. And that pretty much kills Tottenham's title, uh, title defence dead, especially after they lost to Burnley uh, last weekend and then now to Chelsea midweek. Uh, they're, they're nine points behind Liverpool, eight behind Man City. It, it's too far a bridge for for Tottenham to uh, come back uh, to cross over. 
And uh, Chelsea looked um, solid for the win, you'd have to say. Man City, a uh, bit fortunate to get a 1-0 win over West Ham. Got the penalty. Um, Bernardo Silva going down inside the box. Barely any contact, but look, it was given, so you've got to, you've got to hand it to them. Uh, West Ham had their chances, though, which I did allude to. And Crystal Palace... Um, at home, lost uh, 3-1 to Manchester United. Lukaku uh, looking uh, a different striker under Ole Gunnar Solskjaer, and uh, they won 3-1 quite uh, quite convincingly in the end. I thought Crystal Palace might have come to the races a bit more, but wasn't to be, and uh, Man United had a comfortable win. Uh, so the top four, it's uh, ever-changing uh, on a constant basis, but uh, Liverpool... Still on top by a mere point over Manchester City and have cut down the goal difference with that 5-0 win. Uh, Man City still in second, Tottenham still in third. Arsenal are the ones in fourth now. Uh, Manchester By one point over Manchester United. And then it's to Chelsea in sixth who do have the game in hand. So it's such a tight race for the top four and for the title. So it's... Uh, proving to be a uh, very exciting season, that's for sure. Just running through the locks I had, so the locks were spot on. Liverpool Man City uh, ended up getting the wins. The upsets, none of those happened. Tottenham, Cardiff and Crystal Palace didn't come to the races. Best value in Southampton, um, that worked out a treat. Most likely to draw, well, none of those games were drawn because there were no drawn games this game week. Uh, Newcastle, Burnley, Leicester, Brighton, Huddersfield, Wolves and Southampton, Fulham. None of those were drawn games, although Huddersfield, Wolves, you'd have to say, and Leicester Brighton were the closest. Uh, so it was an interesting game week, and it sets it up for another huge um, game week ahead in game week 29, which we'll just get to after the break. Welcome back. And remember... Um, if you're liking what you're hearing, if you uh, would like to follow follow myself um, and follow the sporting one, then by all means follow on Facebook the sporting one uh, Facebook page at on Instagram at the sporting one and uh, on Twitter at one underscore sporting. Uh, so game week twenty nine kicks off with a massive, massive Premier League match: in the North London derby, Tottenham versus Arsenal at what should be White Hart Lane by now, but due to the delays and the constant delays, it's going to be at Wembley still. And it's going to be an interesting match because Arsenal are up and about and uh, Tottenham just struggling on the back of two defeats. They wouldn't want to make it three because if they made it three, well, then the top four uh, suddenly becomes a fight for two spots in the top four. Uh, as uh, Tottenham would pretty much be in with Arsenal, Chelsea and Man-, and Man United. So it would make it hugely interesting if Arsenal was to get the upset. So Tottenham are $2, Arsenal are $3.40 and the draw is $3.60. Look, despite Arsenal's recent form, I'd, ha- I'd have to back Spurs at home. Simply for the fact Harry Kane is back. He has scored uh, against Burnley. Uh, there's talk of Deli Ali making the bench. Uh, they're, they're just starting to get some players back now so they can rotate a bit. They have had a bit of a blip. Uh, there's no way they'd want to lose this. So I'll be backing Tottenham in this one, although Arsenal now have more options as well. 
um, having uh, Mkhitaryan and Ozil back at their disposal. Aubameyang seems to be over the illness he had, and Lacazette's been banging them in. So Arsenal can cause Tottenham uh, plenty of problems, but I think Tottenham will win it. $2 Tottenham have a really, really good value. Uh, Bournemouth versus Manchester City. Now, Bournemouth are struggling for defensive players, that's for sure. So this could help Man City's cause no end, although Man City are just hanging on, uh, having lost Le- Americ- a Merrick Laporte, uh, Fernandinho. Um, they've also had Jesus out through injury. Uh, so it's just sort of piled up. So they haven't had the rotation as much as they'd like. And Aguero's um, pretty much been exhausted. But Bournemouth are $13 at home. And Man City are a dollar twenty-two. So Bournemouth were thirteen, Man City one twenty-two, and the draw six fifty. If you wanted to take a chance on the uh, draw there, but uh, look, I'd back Man City in this one. But the way this Premier League season has gone, you just never know. Uh, Brighton, Huddersfield, Huddersfield away from home. Not as strong as as we as I've alluded to over the coming weeks, and uh, Brighton a dollar eighty, um, good value there. Um, Three twenty five was the draw, five dollars for Huddersfield. If you if you really want to have a bet on Huddersfield, uh, Burnley at home to Crystal Palace, very evenly matched. These two uh, going to be an interesting contest. I back Burnley at home. They've been playing well. Chris Wood and Ashley Barnes in good form. Um, just seem to be getting enough done. And uh, definitely with Tom Heaton back in goals, uh, they're much stronger defensively with him in there. Uh, just very assertive goalkeeper. Uh, keeps his defence in line. 275 for Burnley. Surprisingly, the outsider. Don't know how. 320 the draw. 260 on Crystal Palace. Uh, Manchester United at home. Uh, Got to be a lock over Southampton. Rashford looks set to uh, return from injury in this one. Uh, Paul Pogba with his impending uh, suspension uh, midweek against uh, Paris Saint-Germain should be available to play in the Premier League. So he'll get his rest midweek. So he'll continue to play. So as long as Pogba and Rashford are on the pitch, Manchester United are pretty much going to win this one. Uh, 144 Manchester United, 440 the draw. $7, $7, uh, if you like Southampton getting the job done with maybe a Ward-Prowse goal or Nathan Redmond coming to the rescue. Uh, Wolves versus Cardiff. Now, these are the games that Wolves tend to drop, but having lost to Huddersfield midweek, you'd expect a response, and Wolves are $1.50, the draw three ninety in Cardiff 7. I've just noticed the worrying tread with Cardiff. They're just starting to ship goals. Uh, five last weekend, three this weekend, both at home when home form was their one reason I had for them staying up. If it continues, then Cardiff are in big, big trouble as much as I hate to say it because I think they've been really, really good with the resources they've had. But if Sol Bamber and Morrison just go off the boil a bit like they seem to have gone, Cardiff can't can't get it can't uh, can't stop themselves from going down. So I'm going to go Wolves to uh, to bring it back. Uh, Sunday morning, four a.m. game. So the, the previous games were all the one thirty game, and the Tottenham Arsenal was the eleven p.m. game. So the four a.m. game, West Ham at Newcastle, the late game over in London. 
West Ham 2-10, the win, 3-30, the draw, Newcastle 3-40. Newcastle could pull an upset here. They'll be strong defensively. They have been all season. They're the best side defensively outside of the top six. You'd have to think that they're not without a chance in this one. Uh, Rondon playing well. Uh, Miguel Almiron's come in, made a bit of an impact. They're getting returns out of the likes of um, Sean Longstaff and Isaac Hayden, uh, as well as Matt Ritchie. So all these unheralded players just all seem to be gelling together. Uh, and then they're strong at the back under Fabian Shah, Lachelles, uh, Yedlin, um, and Dubravska is a very good keeper. So they're not without their chances in this one, but West Ham look like they're starting to get all their players back. Uh, Lanzini should make the bench after a year out. Uh, Arnautovic, Felipe Anderson, Mikel Antonio, they're all in reasonable form. So it could be a bit of a score draw here. I think West Ham will breach the Newcastle defence, though. All right, so through our Sunday night, Monday morning game. So Watford, Leicester City at Vicarage Road. Watford, 240 favourite. The draw, 325. Leicester City, 290. Again, toss of a coin in this one. Watford, uh, you thought were in good form. Uh, they were unbeaten in four, smashed Carter 5-1, went to Liverpool, got smashed 5-0. Uh, hard to judge. Leicester um, obviously lost the previous week um, to Crystal Palace, uh, quite shockingly. 4-1, um, which got uh, Claude Pouillot the sack, and then... Uh, midweek they've won 2-1 against Brighton at home so it's hard to judge Leicester City's form but they'll be eager to impress their new manager so you never know what could happen I think Leicester City a good shout at 290 and it could revitalise Rogers could revitalise the likes of Vardy and Madison uh, and Maddinson uh, Damari Gray's also there Tielemans so they've got enough attacking threat that they can cause Watford a load of problems uh, Monday morning London Derby Fulham versus Chelsea Fulham at home, $6.420 the draw, and $1.53 Chelsea. As much as I'd love to say Fulham could cause an upset, even with Scott Parker as interim manager, uh, Chelsea, I think, uh, showed a bit of strength and resilience in beating Tottenham 2-0 after their Caribou Cup disaster, and I'd expect them to win this. Probably Eden Hazard, this is the type of game he likes. Uh, he might get a bit of freedom and he could do some real, real damage to the Fulham defence, which we know how leaky it is. Uh, it's the worst out of any top... Uh, it's the worst out of any defence in England. So let's go with that. It's uh, it's appalling. So Chelsea to get the win quite easily there, uh, which is at 12.35am in the morning. Uh, local time here in SA. And the Merseyside derby is the... Monday morning, 2.45am game, Everton, $5.50 the win, $3.80 for the draw, and Liverpool $1.60. Uh, this will be a tight one. Everton weren't exactly happy with the how the last Merseyside derby ended, um, with Origi scoring that uh, free goal from Pickford error in the 97th minute, and then the celebrations. They'll be looking for revenge, and uh, it's going to be a tough game for Liverpool. Everton... Uh, Bounce back to form with a 3-0 win over Cardiff away. That will have buoyed them a bit. So it's going to be a huge Merseyside derby. Probably one of the biggest in recent memory. And Everton would love to get one over their bitter rivals, uh, given the lack of wins they've had over Liverpool in the last 10 years. Um, Gold medal match uh, I've given to Tottenham and Arsenal. It's just bitter 
they hate each other, they don't like each other. They're both gunning for top four, so that's a gold medal. Silver medal I've given to the uh, Merseyside derby. Like I said, uh, again, a lot riding on it. And bronze medal, uh, West Ham and Newcastle, going to be an absolute... Uh, that's going to be a really good clash. I like that one. Uh, so the locks I've picked, I've picked Brighton at $1.80, Man United at $1.44, and Wolves at $1.50. Um, that could go together in a multi, and that would get you some good odds. Uh, upsets, uh, Leicester definitely at, at $2.90 could, uh, are a good value for an upset. And Burnley at $2.75, that's, uh, that's ridiculous. Um, don't know how they're an outsider at home against a side of similar class and ilk. So uh, Burnley... Uh, good value for an upset. Best value, Tottenham at $2 and Brighton at $1.80. Most likely to draw, I think the games I've just spoken about, West Ham and Newcastle, Burnley and Crystal Palace seem like you're most likely uh, to draw in this one. And, uh, yeah, I'd be backing oh, probably more West Ham and Newcastle uh, to get a draw. I think Burnley can get the win over Crystal Palace. And uh, that is going to wrap up an exciting match week 29. And uh, after that, it's uh, pretty much into the final quarter of the season, given we've got 38 game weeks. And uh, it's going to be an interesting final quarter, that's for sure, because the first three quarters have been outstanding. Uh, so I look forward to uh, speaking to you after the break. Just with a quick fantasy aspect to this podcast. So back to this uh, Premier League podcast, and once again, um, follow us on uh, follow on the uh, Sporting One at uh, Sporting One at the Sporting One on Instagram and one underscore Sporting on Twitter and on the Facebook page, the Sporting One. And in regards to fantasy. Uh, I'll struggle on without the Oracle. Uh, missing the Oracle today uh, with the fantasy aspect. Uh, he's been uh, in stunning form of late, and uh, he's uh, definitely gunning for the top four. Uh, myself, I've slipped down a fair bit. But uh, the, just a quick one on the couple of sides you want to look at. You definitely want to look at now how we've seen them play, and definitely with the fact that they've got fixtures until the end of the season there's no blank game weeks for two sides in particular and that's Liverpool and Newcastle uh Liverpool obviously it's a matter of whether I think you've got to have three of them but it's a matter of whether you go two in attack or two in defense or whether you spread it across uh on Thursday on Thursday morning we saw Van Dyke uh, massacred Watford with 20 points uh Trent Alexander-Arnold got 18 and Robinson got 13 so it's a matter of whether you want to pair the likes of, say, Van Dyke and Robinson or the cheaper option of uh, Trent Alexander-Arnold and uh, Robinson or Trent Alexander-Arnold and Van Dyke. Um, there's even claims that Allison's kept the most clean sheets this season. If you want a solid set and forget keeper like I had for 23 game weeks of the season before I got rid of him, uh, Allison would be the one to get... Um, and against Man United, he did get, I think, uh, 10 points in total. Uh, I think he got the three bonus. So uh, that's the option you can go from defence. With attack, it's, it's a little bit harder. At the moment, Salah doesn't seem to be getting the points. Although from what I saw on Thursday morning, he could have got points. Uh, he was a bit unlucky. Um, 
But Mane is the one in form. Six goals in six matches. Um, that's hard to ignore. So you need to... If you want to go the two in attack, then you'd go Mane Salah and then have one of Van Dyke, Robinson, Trent Alexander-Arnold or Allison. Or the other alternative is Firmino's coming back from a short injury layoff, but he hasn't been setting the world on fire. So it's a matter of whether you want to risk one of your forward spots going to Firmino, have one of, say, Mane or Salah in midfield, and then one of uh, Van Dyke, Robinson, Trent Alexander-Arnold, or Allison in your defence. So that's that's your best options there. In terms of Newcastle, uh, mostly you'd want to focus on their defence. Um, and Fabian Sharp, who I brought in, he uh, got 15 points from an absolute rocket he scored um, to score the first goal against Burnley midweek. And he, and he has been known to score at home. Plus the increased potential of the clean sheets with Newcastle's defence. So Shah would be one option. Um, Lejorn would be another. Lascelles, although Shah's ma- mainly your mainstay in that defence. Uh, if you want a keeper, then uh, Dubravka, definitely. Although he has been prone to the odd error uh, during this season, which I've seen. So that that's a little bit of a concern with him. But otherwise, he's fairly solid. Uh, in terms of your midfield, you got value in Isaac Hayden at 4.4. Uh, Longstaff's there around a similar price. They're both getting assists uh, and they're both uh, running at players. So they're, they're both attacking. They've both got the potential to score your points. Matt Ritchie gives you that delivery from midfield with set pieces. Uh, he's around, the, I think, the 5.56 mil mark. And so they would be your main options from midfield. But there is one more, and he's very new, but he's very lively, um, very fantasy-friendly, quite attacking, and that's uh, Miguel Almiron at $6 million. Came from the MLS, Paraguayan, but he does speak Spanish, and so do Iwozi Perez and uh, Solomon Rondon. So he could uh, quite easily uh, fit in there quite quickly and start scoring your points. The other one to mention would be... Um, Solomon Rondon, in the form of his career, at 5.9 million, gives you a cheap forward option, has been scoring goals. And like I said, with like with Liverpool, they do have a fixture until the end of the season. While they don't have the double game weeks, they do mean that on the blank game weeks, they will be playing. So that's a huge benefit. Um, so definitely, those are, those are your main options from Liverpool and Newcastle to consider. In terms of Man City... This week, I'd be wary on Aguero. The amount of time he's played, especially with the Carling Cup and then midweek, uh, with Jesus being slightly injured, I'd be worried whether he's going to start or not. I th- Jesus is back now for this for this game week. So I'd be, uh, I'd be inclined to, if you were going to go any Man City asset this week, I'd be looking at Raheem Sterling. He scored uh, six goals against Bournemouth in his time. He loves playing Bournemouth. Also add to the fact that... Uh, he was rested for most of the game midweek, did come on in the second half, but he'll be uh, as fresh as a daisy compared to some of the other players that Man City have got. Uh, and I think this might be the week that they might just uh, rest Aguero and play Jesus. So I'd be wary of having Aguero and Sterling. If I was to have one out of the two, it would definitely be uh, Sterling. In terms of that also... Bernard uh, Benjamin Mendy is back 
he was on the substitute bench, unused. So look for him in the upcoming weeks. He has dropped from his 6.5 price that he once was back to 6.1. He could be a valuable differential in the run-in as he will provide attacking returns as opposed to uh, a few of the other defenders that they've got. So look for Benjamin Mendy in the coming weeks. See if he plays uh, this game week and then look to uh, go from there. If he does, then you can assess as to whether he's going to be a viable option or not in the run-in. Um, captain's choices for this week. There's a couple. Kane's got an incredible record against Arsenal. So Harry Kane could be an option uh, at home to Arsenal. Uh, Paul Pogba at home to Southampton. He's pl- He's scored a massive amount of points um, since Ole Gunnar Solskjaer's return. And in terms of that, at home, he tends to score even more. So Pogba is a good bet there. Uh, if you want a real deferen- uh, differential pick, um, Raul Jimenez at home to Cardiff probably won't get a better fixture to put uh, a Wolves player in. So having said that, you could go uh, Diogo Jota as well. Um Man City, obviously, we spoke about Sterling and his record against Bournemouth. Uh, obviously, I spoke about um, Sterling and his record against Bournemouth. So you could go Sterling there. Uh, other options uh, would be probably, if you wanted to, Mane's in red-hot form. Mane or Salah uh, against Everton. Probably wouldn't be backing that. My options, personally, would be to go um, uh, to go Pogba or Jimenez, uh, unless I get Sterling in, in which case then I'd put Sterling captain. Uh, those would be where I'd be looking at this game week. And, of course, we have got the game week 31 coming up with uh, only five fixtures. So we've got to start planning towards that. And, obviously, the fact you're not going to have any of your big Man City, Man United or Wolves players. So make sure you're... Um, planning ahead for that and you've got contingency plans in place or if not that could be the perfect game week to use your free hit all right so uh it's been a um been a good show i've been uh excited for it and uh happy to bring it to you so i'll speak to you next time and remember this podcast is available on all uh of the major formats of uh spotify anchor uh, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, which is linked to iTunes and CastBox. So be sure to listen on one of those formats uh, and uh, follow myself on the Sporting One page on Facebook, at the Sporting One on Instagram, and one underscore sporting on Twitter. And I'll look forward to speaking to you next time.